time to get happy. Accentuate the positive with Curran Swain. With good news, reviews and interviews and the sounds of indie, folk, pop and rock. Always look on the bright side. We're talking with Bravo Child on the show today. He is an actor, an artist, an artist, a yeah. designer, and he spent a couple of days in Martin Place, embracing in Martin Place. We had a bit of a chat to him before, but he had some amazing experiences. So you were there for we were there for Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, Wednesday. We and got Thursday. there at around midday, and on the first day we stayed until about six o'clock. Yeah. But then on the Thursday we stayed until about eight o'clock because we just felt there was still a, a service to be provided. People still benefit. Fitting. A lot of people were coming and interacting, yeah. um, still writing their messages. And there were the Peace Angels who came through, which was an amazing experience as well. So we just wanted to basically go with the, the energy of the space and it just required a little bit more on the Thursday. I was having a chat to one of the volunteers who was holding, it was hugging people, holding up a sign saying, it was one of the beautiful hugs that I got. And she said, I only came for two hours to just do two hours of hugging my service. Yeah. She said, but I've been here for about four or six hours. She said, I just don't want to go. It's, it's so amazing. much fun. And people there as well, even that didn't intend to come for Embrace in Martin Place, would say, oh, can I pick up a sign? And yep. one guy was actually on his way to the airport. He was going back home to Europe. And he said, oh, I've got a few hours before the plane leaves. Can I participate as well? So it was lovely that people that didn't necessarily intend to participate just ended up wanting to got help into as the well. spirit of thing. Yeah. There was a gorgeous little boy that was standing next to you holding a sign saying, "What did that sign say?" I took a photograph of him. Do you remember what the sign? I think it said something um, about. There's fear divides, love unites, we are all family. Yeah. That's my son. Oh, that's your son. Oh, yeah. my God. He was so cute. And then as I said, let me take a photo of you. And then one of a stranger came up and said, I want a hug. <laughs> you should have seen his face. He kind of went, okay. okay. Yeah, that sounds like him. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. And I got this photograph of him hugging this stranger. And he's got this look on his face like, help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something I really think that life is a great classroom. And so I was so happy to have him there for a part of the second day on him. And, how old uh, is he he's 11 Good on and him. just the idea of and it is quite confronting i mean even for an adult to go and be hugging strangers yes um but i really was proud to see him there and being willing to be that point of reference and having different people coming up and thanking him or hugging him and so it's, it's hopefully a wonderful lesson for him and oh, an experience it was a beautiful experience what yeah. an experience what an amazing experience so what was your favorite thing that happened to you in that 48 hour period i think that it was funny, when I first arrived there, there was a activist organization who wanted to help, which was fantastic, and there was a person there representing them. And so I showed up, and they were there, and they were very um, lovely to contribute some of the boards and, and pens and things like that. And then it was a funny moment of, I guess you'd call it ego, where I was like, oh, I hope this is, works, I hope this is right, I hope it's good enough. And then I realized it's not about it being a big show or event, it was really about just being there. And so I think when you talk about what was the best reward or the my favorite moment, it was really all the nuances of the one-on-one -on -one interactions. So I had different people coming up and some people were in grief and so we just hold you, said, I need a hug and come and embrace you and not want to let you go. And you just were there and to, to allow that run its course. I had a woman who actually stood there and watched us for, for 15 minutes, which I understand the hesitancy because you think, well, these people are here. Is it sort of just wanting to be in the spotlight? What's their intention? Yeah. But after seeing how we were interacting, she came up and said, I've been watching you and I just want to say thank you for your authentic way you're dealing with this. Yeah. My faith in humanity has been restored and then she wanted a hug. And so it was the idea of people could see why we were there. And you had an, a number of things like the peace angels coming through and I could see them looking at us and it wasn't a theatrical display. It was about people actually taking the time 
to be silent as well as as hug. And people from the family of those affected, Tori's mum came up and she actually hugged Alpha and said, wow, Tori gave the best hugs and he would have loved this. Oh my God. And so that was sort of the only actual thank that we needed because you have different people saying you know we should allow silence and we should allow this and we should allow that and we should approach it in these ways i think it's so important not to be righteous and not to sort of guide how what should happen we were just there and tori's mum coming up and, and saying thank you the rest is immaterial yeah oh god i'm, I'm crying here crack me up that's the end of me for the day yeah. i tell you so the peace angels did turn up antoinette samson is a good friend of mine we had her and her angels at peace day do oh god it was beautiful they were beautiful on peace day honestly the energy they evoke so they're not just mad people that dress up like angels which I suspect you could think seeing a bunch of women walk past you in with angel costumes on they actually evoke the energy of peace and they do that through rigorous meditation and intention and they evoke that and then they they like to sort of spread that energy as they walk through the crowd so that it is a palpable energy very apparent absolutely very apparent even if you're not a sensitive person it is palpable when they especially in a group when they walk Mm. past you in a group we had them doing blessings as people entered peace day they were standing there holding the energy and if people wanted to come up and be blessed they would do a silent blessing or however people wanted to be blessed you know Mm. it was up to them so they came through i i saw that they were on the news so that Wonderful. was as, as yeah, getting the message out is, and that's the, the reason I'm happy to, to be on radio today and happy for any of the interviews or the photos. It's not about being a spectacle, but it's about that message Definitely. of um, community and embracing and reconnecting with humanity. It needs to be spread far and wide, so it's great. Can't have enough of it, darling. Just can't have enough of it. We need more kisses, more hugs. This is the message for the Christmas season. Bit of kissing and hugging. This is uh, Ed Sheeran. He's got a bit of a kissing message as well. You're with Karen Accentuating the Positive. I'm talking with Bravo Child. More after this. Get a little more love. That's what we're talking about today. (laughs) Plenty of love around at the moment. You're with Karen accentuating the positive on FM 99.3 as usual. I'm talking with the brilliant young man, Bravo Child, on the show today. He started with his partner, Embrace, in Martin Place. He was in Martin Place for a couple of days embracing people and embracing the love and the vulnerability and everything that was happening in Martin Place over the last week. More is happening this weekend, actually. More people, I think they're flocking to Martin Place with flowers, never before since. Lady Diana, have they seen such an outpouring of love and affection? It's beautiful, isn't it, Bravo? Absolutely. And beauty is a, is a good word. And like love, they are large words, but there's so many facets of how beauty and how love can be displayed. So it's, it's good to have this nuance and to know that beauty and love have places in such moments of, of tragedy as well as celebration. Yeah, the power of love. Love is definitely weighing over fear. 
Love Milk's Fear, as the yeah. Khan brothers would yeah. say. Love One of my favourites, I actually played her on the show last week. She was in Australia recently. She's a mother of two boys, Scarlett Lewis. She was out for the Uplift Festival in Byron Bay that happened recently as a speaker. And two years ago, her little six-year-old, Jessie Lewis, was mowed down at school. Some madman went in with a machine gun and shot all these beautiful children. And she started a foundation called the Jessie Lewis Foundation, I Choose Love, instead of choosing to go into hate and revenge and terror over such a horrible thing that happened. She chose to forgive and choose love. I'm going to play you a little bit of what she had to say, have a bit of a listen to her journey. Hello, my name is Scarlett Lewis, and I'm here to tell you a story of extraordinary courage and hope about a little boy who left a message powerful enough to change the world. So I'm here standing before you because of the events that occurred on December 14th, 2012, when an angry young man shot his way through the glass doors of Sandy Hook Elementary and proceeded to mercilessly gun down 20 first graders and six teachers and administrators. When the gunman entered my son's room, he continued his killing spree, murdering my son's beloved teacher who was standing right beside him when his gun ran out of bullets. And it was during the short delay that my six-year-old son called to his friends who were standing on the other side of the room and said, run. And he was able to save nine lives before the gunman reloaded and killed everyone remaining in the room, including my six-year-old son, Jesse McCord Lewis. People asked me if I was surprised by Jesse's bravery. And I really wasn't, because I feel like Jesse was born brave. Jesse was full of light and love, and he kept this kind of larger-than-life persona his entire life. Jesse would enter a room, and he would say, here's Jesse. His favorite toys were little yellow ducks and little army men, which was a perfect example of the two parts of his personality. This warm, little, fuzzy, cuddly six-year-old boy and this rough-and-tumble cowboy. So I thought to myself, how could something like this have happened? And I realized that it was an angry thought in the shooter's head at some point that caused the entire tragedy. And I pictured the shooter as a young boy having angry thoughts without the nurturing environment and tools to deal with them. And so anger feels bad. So he did what sometimes we do, which is blame someone to try to find relief. Now, I'm not sure who he blamed, his mother, his father, his teachers, but the minute he did that, he blamed someone, he gave away all of his personal power to change his situation and his feelings, and he became a victim. Prolonged victimization leads to rage, and rage is what fills our prison systems and leads to acts of violence, such as Sandy Hook. And the most amazing thing is, a thought can be changed. Powerful stuff, huh? Yeah. A lot of um, insight and bravery. A lot of insight to be able to really look at the entire ramifications and and look at the way to move forward from such an incident. Yeah, yeah. Have a bit more of a listen. I've actually, there's a little bit more to that. December 14th, 2012 was one of the worst mass shootings in U.S. history. However, I say it was the world's greatest day of compassion. 
Because on that day, the world came together as one in the true meaning of compassion. Because compassion is love in action. And love is a verb. And everyone on that day sent prayers and did random acts of kindness, and it continues to this day, sent sympathy letters that I call love letters because they're just so full of wonderful feeling. You see, because compassion has two components. The first component to compassion is identifying with someone's pain. But the second component to compassion is sometimes overlooked because identifying with someone's pain is painful. But the second part of compassion is when you actually do something to help ease another's pain. Yeah, that's the end of it. And that's what you guys were doing in Martin Place, easing the pain. Hope so. Beautiful. It's amazing how many people turned up that were really grieving, grieving for people mm. that they didn't really know, which was what happened when Lady Diana died, actually. I remember watching all these people bawling on television mm. and thinking, why are they crying? They didn't know her personally. Mm. But there's this, I don't know, there's something about the energy. It's just like, Leslie, I had a bit of a cry before in the studio when we were talking about uh, Tori being in a bed of flowers. And, and uh, when you watch someone cry, you just want to cry with them, mm. like that empathetic thing. It's also, I guess, a matter of, it was a, a powerful moment for me as well when a Muslim man came up and he embraced me and he started to cry and he was apologizing to me. He was saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. that." And it, it feels like some communities really want to undo and don't want to have people that align with their ideas do such things. And so there was definitely the moment of solemnity for those lives lost, but also the apologies. Also, another man from Ukraine came up and said, look, I see these sort of things in my home country. I'm so sorry that I had to come to Australia. And so there's many different perspectives, many different reasons that people felt the grief. They may have also had someone in their life who was lost in a similar way, or just that extension of self. So not just me having a personal relationship, but that identity as, oh, I am part of my community, and so feeling that something has actually directly happened to me because of that, which is a, an extension of your humanity, which is amazing. Mm. Mm. Absolutely, an extension of, of our humanity, which is really what we're showing the world. Yes. We are one, we are human, we're all in this together. I just, I'm just so proud to be Australian right at the moment, really. It's so great. So where do you hope to take this movement? Because there's been a bit of a movement that's happening. I, I suspect that you've been contacted by a lot of people on Facebook. Yeah, I have. And people do want to continue. People yeah. say, oh, what's the next what's move? Next? Yeah. yeah. And so for me, I guess that idea of, you know, embrace on earth, that idea of not just this isolated incident, because yeah. as I said, there was many different things that happened, even, you know, in Pakistan with the children and now mm -hmm. in Cairns, and these things continue. So they it's do. important that we value all life mm -hmm. and not just highlight one and then sort of allow the, the ethos, the themes, the message to then fade with time, fade with the pain, fade in memory, mm -hmm. but instead it to be an active way of life on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. The I'll ride with you ethos must be every day. Will you ride with people? Will you align? Will you support people? And so I basically just want to continue, not necessarily purely with a focus on Martin Place in this one event, but through living in very much in a public way, creating artworks, creating spaces for people to, to 
connect. And so I'm basically just calling it just conversation foundation. So mm. basically an ear to talk to, come and let's connect. Also be seen. I think there's something powerful simply in being in a place and someone making eye contact, not shying away, not just being on your iPod, not feeling it's wrong or you're suspicious if you approach someone that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so I just intend to be in public spaces, whether it be in inner city areas or, or traveling around. Be available. Come and talk to me. Come and be seen. You know, and then you can do that as well. And so it really needs to continue. And so Conversation Foundation is the extension of that. Um, and as I said, rather than just embrace in Martin Place, it's just embrace on earth. Mm -mm. Oh, look, absolutely. You, you made a great point, actually, when I was in Martin Place the other day, because usually when you walk around public places like the city or busy places, 99% of people have their heads down because they're looking at their mobile phone. Yeah. Walking across the lights, not looking at the cars, looking at their mobile. That actually was not happening in Martin Place the other day as much. The mobile phone was being used to take a photograph, mm. but not, but more up in the air rather than down with their mm. heads down. Interesting. So people were looking up and out and at people and at the flowers. They were looking. They were present. They were it's here. Present, I'm isn't here. it? Isn't I'm it amazing? Present. And and despite all the horror and the regret, as we said before, the one slither of of silver lining, the one little element of hope. Is is that it shook people from the usual rote circuitry of our daily lives yep. and interaction Absolutely. and it made us reevaluate. So hopefully that reevaluation can continue on to our daily lives. Beautiful. You're listening to Bravo Child. He was uh, one of the founders with his partner. Alpha Mama. Alpha Mama, who's a singer. Got to get her on the show as well. They started a bit of a movement called Embrace in Martin Place. So if people want to keep it going, where can they find out more about it? Definitely Bravo. at the moment, the digital memorial, if you like, an account of what happened is simply embraceinmartinplace.com. So we've created a website cool. and people can submit. You just go to the headline there with the three lines and submit your pictures, your stories, your narrative. So it's open to everyone. Cool. And that'll just remain online um, for this particular incident. And then conversationfoundation.com will be established in the next week for the extension and the ongoing um, intention to keep connecting keep looking up from that mobile phone be present acknowledge because there's so many people who feel isolated i've been traveling around the world i'm um, talking just on trains to people in new york or going through the the country in germany um going across australia with no money just connecting with people and so many people go oh thank god you you are like me you realize things are weird things are not how they're meant to be and so many people don't communicate that but i think as soon as you come into your truth and with integrity act you don't allow a moment to go by where you feel like connecting with someone you feel like helping someone you feel like preventing destruction and for, through any kind of personal ego or social consideration though this way we've been educated into being so isolated and trying to do the right thing we should not allow any of that conditioning to prevent us from acting in integrity and we each know it's not for me to tell you what's right you we have this innate sense of that so I just really encourage people to put that into motion yeah. and to connect and come and show me, lead me, you know, teach me how to do it because we're all so amazing. We have this inherent understanding, this inherent knowingness, the inher inherent benevolence. And I truly believe that. And I have seen that across the world, traveling without money, traveling as a person, connecting with strangers. There's many of us. We're not weird. We're not aliens. You know, I, how we feel I get humans. this image of Crocodile Dundee, you know, when he first goes to the big city and he's walking down talk, saying, G'day, g'day. He's yeah. like trying to say hello to everybody. <laughs> 
everyone thinks he's weird. I know, and that, but that's so important. That word "crazy" yeah. is such a, a, a terrible um, thing to to label someone with because it makes people want to hide these things and try and conform. We need to normalize the human experience. It's weird and it's smelly and it's sweaty and it's teary and it's not always right. But that is actually humanity. Yeah. And so if we can display that more bravely, people will go, "Oh, I'm not a freak. I'm not quote unquote crazy. Yeah. This is the human experience." This is normal. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Such a beautiful message. Thanks so much, honey, for coming. Thank on. you so much for having me. Accentuate yeah. the positive. I suspect you'll be busy. Love your message. Love your work, babe. Love your work. <laughs> you can go Thank to uh, Bravo's uh, Facebook page too, which is Bravo Child on Facebook. He's a he's got an artist page and yeah. embrace in, in martinplace.com. Martin it's all about love, isn't it? Just humanity. Too good. Humanity. Display it openly. Be brave. It's easy.